Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to a new episode of the Stay Home Dad podcast, number two of 2020 already. Welcome to the show. My name is Peter. I am the Stay Home Dad and I am your host for this and all other Stay Home Dad podcasts. Now, today's topic of discussion is a very personal topic and I'm sure it's personal to anybody who has kids and that is the diaper-free lifestyle. More to the point, uh, potty training and everything surrounding it. Now, potty training in general is a very sensitive topic because obviously that is a big step in your child's life but also in your life as an adult. When you go from uh, changing diapers to not changing diapers anymore, and that also means not taking all the stuff with you everywhere anymore, the diaper bag, uh, you know, as small as it might become over time, you still have to take it with you everywhere you go. You have to think about it. You have to restock it and all that stuff. Uh, when that is gone, it is so nice. It is such a relief. And for me personally, um, having two kids, we had a blissful free, let's say six, seven, eight months between uh, Robert being fully potty trained, my oldest one, uh, and Jack being born that we had no diapers, which was just great. It was awesome. Uh, but obviously then the little one was born and uh, it all started over again. Now, for me, I don't mind really anything when it comes to kids or body fluids or anything that it might be. But I found myself sort of the last, let's say, half year, I was done with diaper changing. It's just such a chore. It is, it is such a thing to do every time. Uh, like I said, the t- taking the diaper bag everywhere. But it was just, you know, the whole thing of changing diapers, creating more waste, uh, the wipes, the the nappies themselves. Oh, such a chore and I was really you know fed up with it obviously I still have to do it you know there's no way around that but I was like yeah this is it's time that this is done this this part of having kids and raising kids uh you know it doesn't doesn't add anything to the experience it doesn't you know make my life better or anything Uh, I was just done with the whole concept of changing diapers so fast forward um Jack turns three this year this April actually it is January this time of recording here uh, and he was potty trained um, effectively since last summer. Uh, we made a push for it when he was about two and a half almost. Uh, we were on summer holiday, so we had you know two and a half, three weeks uninterrupted holiday time with the whole family. And um, we have a nice holiday house in Germany where we went to, uh, so he could just run around naked there. And we could uh, we brought a potty, and we're like, yeah, this is uh, the new thing now. He was clearly interested, obviously already. Uh, this is how we're going to do it. And, you know, accidents are fine. You can just do it outside in the garden. No problem. Uh, but effectively, we're going to teach you here and now to do number one on the potty, at least. Um, it's the same system that we followed with Robert. A pretty similar story uh, on a holiday where we had, you know, two, three weeks uninterrupted time where we could, um, both of us most of the time, but at least one of us could, you know, pay attention to when he had to go and then put him on the potty. Uh, worked really well for Robert. And we did the same with Jack. And that worked pretty well. Two. So by the time the summer was over in 2019, Jack was effectively potty trained. He could tell us when he had to go. He would go by himself and the whole sort of toilet process worked pretty well. Uh, he used the sort of booster seat for the toilet seat uh, for a few weeks. And I was like, ah, no, never mind. I can just, you know, hang in there. Now, of course, there were plenty of accidents, mistakes, uh, late calls, uh, wet pans, wet beds, and everything uh, along the way. Uh, but overall, he picked it up pretty well, and uh, things were great. And we were looking forward to that diaper-free future already. Uh, but uh, the big missing point here is obviously number two. He still refused to poop in the toilet. Uh, not on the toilet, not with a seat, not without a seat, not on the potty. He just didn't want to do it. He wanted to poop in the diaper. 
which was a bit awkward uh, in a way because, you know, he was fine peeing, no problem. And we're like, you know, it's the same thing. You sit at the same spot anyway, you might as well poop. But he refused to do it. Now, there are plenty of theories uh, about why pooping is more difficult. Um, it is, you know, fully letting go. It is the, the idea of something f solid from yourself uh, coming out of you, falling in the toilet, into the abyss of the toilet. And if you do a few Google searches, then, uh, you know, you're down the rabbit hole of when, why, where and how. Uh, but overall, you know, we were fine. We said, you know, when you're ready, you're ready. And in the meantime, you can just poop in the diaper. And that worked out pretty good. He was uh, very keen on telling us when he had to poop. So then we would just put a diaper on him. And in the meantime, uh, he would just go, you know, in normal underwear and all was well. And that effectively meant we were using, I don't know, anywhere up from five and less than 10 diapers a week. Because, you know, he poops once, sometimes twice a day and that's it. Um, so, you know, all was well uh, in the end. And that sort of uh, became the new normal. Uh, but we were very aware that we didn't want that to be the standard so we were fine by uh, having him poop in a diaper if he wanted to and we were also obviously fine in giving him time to get ready for pooping on the toilet because you know he was two and a half so no rush whatsoever um, but we also wanted to sort of encourage him or keep encouraging him rather uh, that pooping on the toilet was a good thing so we had uh, poop songs, we had poop books, uh, we explained things to him. We even tried uh, cutting the back out of a diaper and putting him on the toilet, uh, just sitting on the toilet with a normal diaper, uh, all those things. But he was like, no, nah, no, nah, not really feeling it. Uh, I'm happy to sit on the toilet every once in a while, but, uh, you know, not really making an effort to make it happen. But that attitude started to change after a couple of weeks. Uh, he started to get uh, not uncomfortable, but let's say unhappy with pooping in the diaper. He was like, okay, I still want to do it this way. Uh, but as soon as the poop was done, the diaper had to go off right away. And he was not happy about diaper uh, cleanup. Uh, the whole thing of laying on his back with his uh, feet in the air. He, he was like, no, 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 I don't like it anymore. Um, so he was really signaling that he was sort of uncomfortable with the situation and wanted things to change. So we kept uh, sort of the same steady pace of encouragement saying, okay, why don't we try it on the toilet? Why don't we sit there for a little bit, uh, read the poop book, listen to the poop song, all that kind of stuff uh, to so sort of slowly but gently um, nudge him in the right direction. Because uh, with Jack and the same thing with Robert uh, a few years ago, uh, we really didn't want to put any pressure on the whole toilet situation you know it's uh, it's a big deal for a small kid uh, it's a big step in growing up and we really didn't want to put any pressure on him in any way shape or form you know it's uh, we said it's good for you um, we encouraged him to do it but we never said like if you don't do it then you're still a baby or if you don't do it then we're going to be mad uh, we never really took that approach because effectively we felt like if we do it that way then it becomes such a pressure cooker that it's uh, going to backfire at some point and it's going to take even longer so patience was key, uh, and obviously uh, having an older brother, uh, we knew that eventually things were going to be fine. Maybe an interesting to note at this point is that the primary school age here in the Netherlands is four. When they turn four, uh, pretty much the day they turn four, uh, they go to primary school. Uh, primary school is an environment where they, uh, here in Holland, they tell you we expect your kid to be potty trained completely. Um, if he still wets his bed every once in a while at night, that's obviously fine because that happens at home. Uh, and of course, uh, accidents are, you know, acceptable because, you know, they're still small kids and things happen. Uh, but effectively, 
uh, it means your kid has to be potty trained by age four uh, because uh, the schools uh, here, the primary schools at least, uh, they have classes with 25 to 30 kids and the teacher uh, is not a child minder anymore. It's a, it's a teaching environment, it's a school environment, and the teacher doesn't have time to physically take a kid uh, to the bathroom to clean up uh, a dirty set of pants and underwear and get them redressed again because it takes 10 minutes altogether if you're unlucky and then that means there's 29 other kids waiting for things. Now, that can happen every once in a while with a kid that's all fine, uh, but when things get out of control and it happens uh, every day or every week, then the school will actually sit you down here as a parent and say, listen, we need to fix this situation because it is being disruptive for the rest of the class. Uh, so that is the general timeline uh, for kids here in the Netherlands. Uh, when your kid is four and it goes to primary school by law, uh, then the school pretty much demands that it is potty trained. Now, luckily, the, the child daycare system here in the Netherlands is really aimed at getting kids ready for school. Uh, so not only things like the daily ritual, uh, working with planning and all that kind of stuff, uh, but also uh, potty training is a part of that. And uh, we are lucky that the daycare here is very nice and very um, open to input from parents. Uh, and they have a lot of facilities to help kids uh, from, let's say, two years and up uh, get ready for a toilet, uh, get ready for potty training, get ready to become big kids that can go to primary school. So they have low toilet, they have toilet stalls, they have potties, uh, and they really help out in uh, sort of managing uh, the potty situation when your kid is not at home. Uh, and that's really nice. And in our case, that was... Uh, you know, they worked in conjunction with how we were doing things at home. We said no, uh, no pad or no diapers uh, in school during the day, anything except when he has to poop. And we told Jack, listen, if you have to go, that's fine. Uh, but then you have to ask one of your teachers for a diaper, which worked really well. Uh, you know, bear one or two accidents here and there, of course. Uh, but overall, that was a system that worked really well. And Jack is in a group with kids up to four. So up to the age when they go to primary school. Uh, so he saw examples of uh, older kids going to the toilet doing number one and number two. Uh, so that is also a good sort of inspiration for kids in that environment seeing, oh, okay, the old kids do it. Um, I should do that too. So back to Jack and his poop situation. Uh, like I said, he was getting more and more uncomfortable with having to clean up after the diaper. And uh, he was really unhappy with it. And we had a few moments where we were almost there towards the end of the year, where he would really sit on the toilet for 10, 15 minutes, uh, waiting it out, uh, relaxing. Uh, but nothing would happen. Uh, and then we went on ski holiday. And I think that um, might have been a bit of a trigger because we said, listen, uh, you still have your dummy at night uh, when you sleep. Um, that was sort of the last step in the process of getting rid of the dummy. Uh, but we feel that you're now a big boy, so after the ski holiday, it is no more dummy. And he was like, yeah, I can I can agree with that. So um, we sort of made that a thing for the ski holiday, that when we left, uh, he would leave his dummies at the ski resort. So uh, that day came, and we were like, remember, Jack, uh, you were going to leave the dummy here because you're now a big boy? And he said, yes, indeed. And he put his dummies away and uh, walked away out of the door and never looked back. So that was good. Uh, and I think, uh, looking back on it, that it was sort of a, a trigger, like, hey, I am a big boy, I don't need the dummy for sleeping anymore. Uh -huh. that is that's a big step in growing up for me as well. And when we came home, um, he was uh, sort of adamant on getting the potty training fully taken care of. Uh, he, he kept saying when he pooped in a diaper, like, no, I don't want this, I'm a big boy. I can do this. And um, when we were back for a few days, uh, he really had to go and he kept running back and forth from the toilet, but nothing came. And he was like, no, 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 I don't want a diaper. I want to do it. 
Uh, that day it didn't happen, uh, but he also didn't poop at all. Uh, so he was, you know, physically getting full. And the next day he was in daycare and there, the golden moment, it happened. Uh, so the teachers were happy and, and they celebrated with him. Uh, he got stickers and, and cards and whatever. Uh, and they put it in. Uh, so we have an app where they, they put it in. So um, sort of a timeline overview. And they put it in there like, yes, it finally happened. Yay, Jack is a uh, big boy, big smiles all around. So that was great. And he even repeated the feat uh, back home that same afternoon. So that was really cool. And uh, that was really sort of a watershed moment where it all finally clicked. Uh, and he's been fine ever since. Hasn't looked back, hasn't looked back at all. Uh, he poops on the toilet, says he has to go. Uh, he likes to notify us still. Uh, goes to the toilet, does his business, uh, says, I'm ready for wiping. And then we wipe him and all is well. So it was really a, a fully a mental thing. Uh, physically, obviously, he was able to poop for a while. Um, but uh, he made the, the switch in his head, like, no, I want to do this now and I'm ready. And, uh, you know, with a bit of internal pressure, so to speak, uh, he was indeed ready. And now he knows no better almost. Hasn't looked back uh, ever since. No accidents uh, with the poop whatsoever. Uh, so absolutely great on his part. So that was good news all around. And uh, we're a few weeks into this situation now. And it's great. Uh, no more diaper changes. No more nothing. Uh, in terms of cleaning him up, uh, you know, just wiping, but that'll work itself out over time as well. Uh, and I've been not busy, but I spent a day cleaning out the kids' room and throw, throwing away everything diaper related. All the diapers that we still had, uh, we gave away, and all the sort of paraphernalia, uh, changing mats, uh, underlays, blankies, whatever it might be, I uh, th threw all of that away because we used it with uh, two kids. Uh, so, you know, at some point you can't really recycle things any further. Uh, so that was all ready to go into the garbage. And now it is all done. We've actually um, used the commode. Uh, we converted it back to a desk. It was one of those IKEA things. Uh, so now it is the uh, default Lego desk here in our house. Uh, and there's more space in the kids' room, therefore, uh, for you know playing uh, benches, uh, bouncy things, jumping things, whatever it might be. Uh, so that's nice. You know, it's, it's an interesting sort of effect that it has uh, that you're sort of you know using all these things around uh, changing diapers and cleaning up and now when all those things are gone you have so much more space and room in your house and I suppose uh, the biggest thing is uh, you know that it sort of concludes this uh, small boy period if you want to call it that way uh, obviously we went through it with Robert um, he's turning six this year and like I said before Jack is turning three this April it is now January uh, so this this sort of marks the, really the end of that uh, phase from baby to you know small boy to becoming a big boy now, uh, and that's really cool. I think it's um, it's been you know a lot of fun. Uh, that phase uh, is fantastic to see the boys grow up to what they are today. Uh, but it's also you know a phase that as a parent requires a lot of work, a lot of organization, a lot of resources in general. Um, and it's it's a phase where your kids obviously need to get through. Uh, but now that they are both on the other end of it, it's really cool. It's it's they're both real big boys now, uh, and it's uh, going to be an exciting sort of step towards the next phases. Because um, Jack, in a year from now, he's going to go to primary school. Robert is going to go to group three this year. Uh, so it's really a, a new phase in life for the the boys themselves, but also for us as the parents. Uh, that that yeah little boy phase is now really over and we're moving on to bigger and better things so that's cool and that's exciting and as a stay-home dad of course i'm very much looking forward to having a front row seat in seeing how the boys will develop over the years to come and it's nice uh, to have that sort of 
part of their lives ticked off, dealt with, and now we can do other things and cool things uh, without nappies and diaper bags and everything else in and around your life. So that was it for this episode, a little um, personal insight in the steps that we took and the steps that we made with the boys, especially with Jack now being potty trained. Uh, I think overall the key is patience, 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 patience. They'll get there uh, and any kind of pressure will just backfire at some point. Uh, So be patient, be encouraging and be positive about the whole uh, toilet situation and your kids will figure it out by themselves. They all do eventually. And of course, you know, there's all kinds of Uh, studies and research where kids that have you know mental problems problems at home problems with parents whatever it might be then you know it's quantifiably showable that they'll uh, do these things later but if you have a a normal stable home environment like we do uh, it is just a matter of patience and encouraging your kid to do uh, his business on the toilet at some point and then when he gets there it is a victory for everybody and will make life much better So that was it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Any feedback is always welcome. And like I said in the first episode of 2020, um, give us any topics or any requests on what you want this podcast to be about. Uh, Also, if you have something interesting to tell yourself, if you're some kind of special parent, international parent, or if you have something interesting to say anyway, uh, I'll be happy to have you as a guest on the show. All the details for the Facebook page, Instagram, and everything else will be in the show notes. And I'll catch you guys in the next one. Cheers.